And he replied, yeah, that's what the cow said. <laughs> oh, oh, Carl, that is just a tremendous joke. Thank you. I did not see the ending coming. Well, thank you again, and it is not just funny, but it's absolutely true. It really happened? It really happened. It really did. <laughs> the greatest story ever told. Will not be presented at this time. I got tears running down my cheeks. In order to bring you the following special podcast. You gotta tell him again. Tell him again. <laughs> it's time for Peculiar Podcast. Hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. The universe was created 14 billion years ago. The Earth was formed around 4 billion years ago. Mammals came along about 60 million years ago. Man evolved about 350,000 years ago. And 20,000 years ago, there was a land bridge temporarily between Asia and North America that brought humans across into North and South America. In 1492, Columbus discovered Haiti, and 531 years after he discovered America comes the 301st episode of Peculiar Play uh, Podcast. That was so clean till the very end. Yeah, I'm gonna. What fix an epic! That. What let an me, epic let me, let me intro. Fix that. Let me fix okay. that. Okay. Are you not gonna go through the whole thing? Are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> and 531 years later came the 301st episode of Peculiar Podcast. Yay! Yeah. I wanted to make us sound important and historical. I okay, love so, that. Hey, uh, <gasps> so the reason I'm playing this music is it's because it's from a jazz composer and arranger and a piano, a pianist, 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 pianist. Uh, named Carla Blay, who died at the age of 87. This is a jazz standard that she wrote. Ida Lupino is the name of the song. Also checking out Lisa Foster, if that is your name. Rudolph Isley, 84 years old, was with the Isley brother. Oh. Founding member. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and down, throw my hands up and down, throw my hands up and down. They're good. That's a good group. It's a good singing group. They dang good. Yeah. And then in no particular order, of course, um, a Three's Company star Suzanne Summers checked out yeah, since our last podcast. 76 years old. Back when she was doing Three's Company, she was fired for demanding the same pay as John Ritter. Unbelievable. And they said, you're fired. Get out of yeah. here. How dare you, woman? Come on, think. He's a man. You're a woman. Duh. <laughs> so she went on to do other things. Well, this is typical, getting a girl pregnant. Only a man would do a thing like that. <laughs> She and her husband kind of invented, or at least promoted, the thigh master. Who didn't Wait, buy a thigh master? I know, man. Those things were just what they were pain contraptions. Yeah, yeah. Like they did were you good. Ever... They were good for cracking walnuts. Great legs. Thank you. How do you get them? I used to do aerobics till I dropped. Then I found thigh master. Every single time you squeeze thigh master, you strengthen and tone right where you need it. So it's easy to squeeze, squeeze your way to shapely hips and thighs. 
you ever rock one of those out between your thighs? Have you ever tried one? Have I? <laughs> yeah, I we had a thigh master. I'm sure we did. Man. Yeah. Don't 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 get the ones that have a little bit of blood on. Thigh master. We may not have been born with great legs, but now we can look like we were. And this one really hit me hard. Phyllis Coates passed away at the age of 96. You know who Phyllis I, Coates was? I know that name, but I don't know why I know that name. That's what they say about a really fat guy. Boy, he really fills his coats. Oh, Pat. No, but Phyllis Colts played the part of Lois Lane on Superman for just one season. What happened, Miss Lane? Well, I was just leaving the office and... Oh. Take it easy. Well, he came in with a gun. Who? The man who wanted me to give him the tapestry. Not Lavera, the other one. I tried to scream and he clamped his hand over my mouth. And I guess he hit me on the head with a gun. Oh, I don't know who... I don't know who she is. I never watched that. You never watched that. What were you wasting your time on? I wasn't. I don't like Superman. Oh, come on. The greatest show of all time. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. No, it's not. Oh, absolutely. Had high production values. Terrific costume. In fact, (laughs) Phyllis Coates said she wore the same outfit in every episode that she was in because they had no budget for for anything else. Fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. You gotta love a guy that does that. Now, another exciting episode in the adventures of Superman. And then Piper Laurie passed, 91 years old. Yeah, Great actress. Three Oscar nominations. She won an Emmy. And then she took a 15-year break from showbiz. And then started up again after the Yeah, amazing. Piper Laurie, for those who don't maybe know who she is, she was probably most famous for her uh, turn in the uh, Stephen King film Carrie with Sissy Spacek. She was the mom, she, right? Man, she played such a deranged, religious, fanatic nut job in that. And God made Eve from the rib of Adam. And Eve was weak and loosed the raven on the world. And the raven was called sin. Ooh, woman, and the raven was called sin. And first sin was intercourse. First sin was intercourse. Say it. I, I remember her uh, even farther back. She was in a movie with Paul Newman called The Hustler in 1961. Yes. She's a right. down on her luck alcoholic woman who hooks up with him. Who well, he's a hustler. Thanks for the um, for the breakfast. Two ships in the past and the night should always buy each other breakfast. You always drink like this so early in the morning? You always ask so many questions? No, not always. She thinks she's drinking scotch, but he's actually switched her glass to Newman's own salad dressing. Well, I'm not broke. I usually have a bottle in my room. Finally, a guy named Mark Goddard passed away, 87 years old. Um, Not a distinguished acting career, except that he played the part of Major Don West, on the original Lost in Space. Oh, that's right. I should never have volunteered to go on this perilous journey. You didn't volunteer, Smith. You were ordered by me. Check the inside temperature again. Uh, I guess now only Angela Cartwright, Billy Mummy, and Robbie the Robot are still around. Warning! Immediate danger. What kind of danger? My sensors will not accept the possibility of its existence. Lisa? Yeah. Here we go. Here we Another go. Another episode. What? 
talking yes. about stuff. Yeah. Not always mm-hmm. coherent. That's mm-hmm. okay. It's mm-hmm. what people expect. So wow. here we go with another podcast. Why are you doing those annoying upswings? Because I'm watching this stinking commercial. I know I've talked about it before on the podcast. I got to bring it up again. There's th- there's this commercial for jacuzzi bath remodel. And there's a woman who's supposed to be some sort of expert named Christina Hall that is the expert. Oh, and, okay. And this is her. I'm here to tell you about an all-new special offer from my friends at Jacuzzi Bath Remodel that you don't want to miss. Jacuzzi has been making water feel great for more than 65 years. We're waiving all installation costs and postponing all payments for one year. Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has a design you'll love at a price you can afford. With no stress, are you ready to see your new shower? No matter your situation, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has a solution for you. From a safer, easy entry shower to a stunning family bath with a timeless design that will look great for years to come. With a lifetime warranty from an iconic brand you know you can trust. Ah! Drives me nuts. <laughs> I wouldn't buy one of those jacuzzi bath remodels if it was a jacuzzi that had been remodeled in a bath. Would she, would you, would you take one if she gave it to you for free? Is that how much you hate her? Would you just, would you still, even if she Well, said, she's pretty attractive. If she gave me a bath for free. <laughs> so perhaps you don't hate her that much. Take advantage of this special TV offer today. In the interim between podcasts, uh, I went back to Missouri, Kansas with my wife yeah. and my, and two of my three kids to witness the wedding of our oldest son, yes. Cameron. He got married, and I was uh, asked to be the celebrant, the officiant, which oh, I... Oh, you can do that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that's You know what? That is my sixth wedding that I have officiated at. No, but I mean, if you can do that, you can perform that on family members? Why not? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I've done I, it. I guess maybe... I've already married my niece, so yeah. Hold she... on. Hold on. I'm thinking maybe I'm getting confused that that you are a doctor. I can't if you're a doctor, you can't doctor your own family, right? Isn't there some sort of I don't know if that's a hippocratic thing or not. That's I know I that say. you are not you don't have to testify against your spouse uh, in hmm. court, but uh, yeah, I didn't no. realize you could you could be marrying off your family members. I don't know why not. I maybe maybe not. Maybe it's not legal, but it's done. <laughs> that's not a good time to Maybe you should have found that out before. Yeah, I got one of those uh, online things years ago. You probably have one, too. I have one, too. But I, yeah. I married a couple people, a few people now. Yeah, then they were my in- online officiant. I have a card somewhere that yeah, says I'm... Yeah. I don't, I'm I don't a- have mine, either. I do. <gasps> you do have to sign papers. I could yeah. come up with it, but you don't yeah. have to show it. When you go to get married at a Catholic church, do you say, Hey, Father, let's see your certificate first. You should. You yeah. probably should because anybody could be standing in there in a robe. So how did it go? I love that you did that. Uh, I, I guess my watchword when I'm doing anything, especially something like that, and including this podcast, is for gosh sakes, show some class. I think class is what it's all about for me. Is that right? Are you sure? Do you want to check your notes on that? <laughs> Sorry, I was just uh, using my nose hair trimmer. Uh, yeah. As I was saying, uh, it's all about class and dignity, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm all about. No, it was right. really nice. We had it in a thing called the Memorial Chapel. My son was 27 years 
in the army. And yeah. he, he retired a few years ago, but you know, he still lives just a few miles from Fort Leavenworth. Now my son lives in Missouri. Fort Leavenworth is in Kansas, but it's like six miles away. And we got married in this chapel. Uh, and it, the chapel goes back, I believe, to 1876 or something like that. Mm, it's that really old. So charming. They got, you know, they got plaques in there: George Armstrong, Custer, and various other army people that uh, were in that. So the church has got a lot of antiquity. And I did a little research on it, and I discovered that that church was built by prison labor. You know, Fort Leavenworth has this big, famous federal penitentiary there. And so the story goes that one of the one of the laborers who was a prisoner was disgruntled at the guy who was in charge of the whole building project. And so to get back at him, up behind the altar and up high is a round stained glass window that he purposely installed a little bit crooked. So if you look at it, you can say, hey, that is off. What the heck? Nobody noted it. Nobody changed it. It's still there. So at the beginning of the wedding ceremony, I talked about the church and the venue and all of that. And I said, and then I told him the story about that window and everybody looked up at the window. And Lisa, I swear for the next 20 minutes ceremony, Nobody looked at me again. Everybody was staring at that window. You could see them turning their head a little bit, nudging the person next to them, trying to get a different angle on it. I should have saved that for the ending. But I love, I do love stories like that where people just... They figure out the most creative way to just get a dig in on someone. And that's one of the best yeah. that I've ever heard. And here it is like 150 years later, he's still having the last laugh. Yeah. Oh, who's going to go to the trouble of fixing that? Nope. Yeah. Scott, I just, I love stories like that. Yeah, it's very, very creative. That. Also, while we were there, we I went to the Harry Truman Presidential Library. And one of the biggest exhibits in that museum has to do with the founding of Israel in 1948 and how it was Harry Truman, the president, that uh, announced that the U.S. was going to recognize the sovereignty of this new nation. And then right after that, uh, a whole bunch of Arab nations attacked and there was a war. So the more things change, the more they stay the same. Yeah. And then I also went to a brand new jazz museum there in Kansas City. That was fabulous. And then Negro Baseball Museum. And here's the announcement about the appearance of Satchel Page. Listen. Very cool. It was terrific. Where is that again? Where Down, is it? Downtown Kansas City. Okay. And probably the best team of that era was the Kansas City Monarchs. So it makes sense for them to have the museum there. Right. But meanwhile, how's how's things by you? Oh, I don't. It's, uh, I, uh, it's fine. You know what, Pat? Everything is perfectly fine. When you say that, <laughs> yeah. I don't believe it. Well, it's, there's nothing significant or interesting or fascinating about just when things go sideways and they just everything piles up. And yesterday was what I would call a 12-hour shit show. It's showtime, folks. In my life, in my house. Oh, that's, I just saw that on Netflix. <laughs> the 12-hour shit show. Yes. And, and part really good. of my day involved... A dentist appointment that I am normally pretty fine with because I just, you know, strap on that little mask 
and take a little vacation because I love me some nitrous oxide, as you know. It's a gas! Well, yeah, that's right. I forgot you uh, You go for that. Yeah. I do go for that. In fact, I'll find all sorts of ways to, to get to be sucking on that stuff. But this was a particularly pain. This it was a new dentist. She had this sort of... Do you ever feel like some dentists might be a little condescending about your dental care and things oh, yeah. you should do. Oh, yeah. I I mean to say, I was having a lot of discomfort with what she was digging around in down there. Are you just and, going in for a cleaning? Yes. And apparently I've got some pockets. Do you have pockets? Do you know that, that yeah. pockets are a thing? Yeah, okay. they found uh, big wads of lint in my pockets. <laughs> You've got them in your pocket and there's no Couple well, of coins. I don't know which I don't know what she was trying to dig out of my pockets, but I was crying. Really? And she Oh that's too she hard. Was, she she kinda just she kinda just stopped and uh said, you know, shall I continue? And I'm like, F you. You know what? Your her bedside manner was just very very yeah. cold and condescending and okay. Maybe, just maybe I was being a little dramatic. Sure, <laughs> but it hurt, and I have. No, as a guy, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, what? No, well, no. As, as, as a, a guy, guy, what? I think it's incumbent on guys to not admit it that it hurts. They always, yeah, they'll of always course. say, "Now let me know if this hurts, and I'll yeah give you a little more Novocaine or something." But I never do, <laughs> you know. I, I and know. I, in my head, I'm going, "Oh, son of a!" Yeah. But then he'll I go, don't... "You okay?" I go, "Mm-hmm." Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah yeah well you guys are trained to be stoic and because to to show anything otherwise would mean you're a wussy and i don't care my pain threshold is very the oh. older i get the lower my pain threshold is and mm. um and that's why and i i have very sensitive teeth anyway which is why i do the nitrous for cleaning because it hurts me it's pokey oh, and it so hurts. she did give you nitrous and even with that it hurt it was bad it's a gas and so she said, okay, well, um, we clearly need to do a oral rinsey thingy and stuff your pockets full of antibiotics or whatever the hell she did. I've got tears streaming down my face because I've already had a bad day to yeah. begin with oh, because God. of some other work stuff. So I, I was emotionally not prepared to be jabbed at like that and then condescended upon yeah. like that. Yeah. So it was just a, just a t terrible day. All around, it didn't end. It was twelve hours. I started at six fifteen. Wait a in the minute, morning. you weren't getting your teeth cleaned for twelve hours. No, my shit show of a day lasted twelve oh, hours. How many acts are in this shit show? Showtime, folks. Well, I, I'm just highlighting the one that just wow. really just was just started unfortunate. Off, yeah. So anyway, I paid my bill. I'm, I'm like, how much do I owe for that torture? And paid my bill and left, and now I got to go back. And I'm I'm kind of considering. I mean, should I say I don't want to have her again? I mean, is that yes? I think as rude? we get to say, my wife, uh, we went to a restaurant there in Kansas City. It wasn't really a rehearsal dinner, but it was effectively that's what it was because the bride's parents came. Uh, the bride has had a previous marriage, so she has five kids who are all adult kids. So they yeah. were all there. And my wife, Patty, sits next to the mom of the bride. Patty's never met her, didn't even know yeah. her at all. 
Yeah. And so the waitress, who was like, she might be a part-time dental hygienist because she was very, very snotty and acted like she was really put out to be there. She spills a milkshake near our table onto the carpet. And for the next hour and a half that we are there, nobody cleans it up. It's just (gasps) there. People are stepping in it, over it. Finally, somebody drops a towel on it. Yeah. So it was that kind of, that kind of restaurant. My son loves these kinds of restaurants, and I don't mean to sound elitist or snobbish, but he really but gonna. he thinks Applebee's is <laughs> is uh, canless. I mean, he do, he just thinks that's the greatest <laughs> restaurant ever. He loves the country buffet. What is it called? Yes, country buffet or the Royal Fork. Yeah, the, those any are of those kind of good. restaurants. Yeah, uh, yeah. Down in Central yeah. Oregon, we got oh, restaurants called the Brown Bear. Same thing. It's just just food filled with lard and carbs. (laughs) And yes, it is. And it's a certain decor that's usually in those restaurants. I can't quite describe it. It's like circa 70s, 80s restaurant (laughs) decor. Everything's brown. And a lot of of barn wood in there, too. Yeah, it's woody and brown. Yeah, and brown. Yeah. And that describes the food pretty much, too. <laughs> a cup of coffee, a sandwich, and you. A cozy corner, a table, or two. Or two, a chance to whisper, and cuddle, and cool. With lots of hugging, and kissing, in view. Oh, what a deal, I don't need so The reason I bring it up is that this, the, uh, the, uh, the mom of the bride is delivered this dish, which I didn't take a look at, but my wife was. Now, my wife, Patty, is famous for trying to get what she's paid for. So so yes. she, she's not one of those pain-in-the-ass kind of people that always sends her food back. But if it's, something's not right or if it's, if it's cold and it's not hot, you know, that kind of stuff, she'll say, yeah. excuse me, excuse me, waitress, and come back. Well, this particular waitress was such a pain in the rear that you knew if you oh, boy. dared say that. So, so my kid said afterwards, he said, mom not only sends her food back, but now she's sending other people's food back. <laughs> so she became, the, um, she became the ombudsman for this woman next to her that she didn't even know at all. What happened? And she says, well, that's not right. Something was wrong with the bread. It was stiff. So my wife Daddy. says, that ain't right. That ain't right. You shouldn't eat that. Well, it's okay. I'm fine. No, that's not okay. Waitress! Hey! Waitress, get over here! Come here, come here. This woman's bread is stiff. Is that the way this is supposed to be? Well, I don't know. I just brought it straight from... We'll take it straight back to the kitchen, because this isn't right. And she's really going... In some ways, it's hard to stand up for yourself, but it's easier to stand up for someone else. Absolutely. To get outraged about Absolutely. what's happening to someone. So she's just really, it's not like Patty to be vociferous, but but and the, uh, but as she's going to bat for this woman, the waitress finally slinks back to the kitchen. With, with the stiff bread. And yeah, by I've the way, said, clean up the milkshake, I, would you? I've, I've always said Patty is somebody that you want on your side as you're at. Patty is the best advocate you could have for anything. I don't care what goes down or what's gone sideways or what's gone wrong. You want Patty Cashman in the room when it all happens. Well, she's, she's pretty good about that. And and we, when we travel as a family or even just 
she and I go to a hotel or motel, I never unpack immediately. <laughs> I know why you're going to say. Because, Can I guess why? Well, we're always going to get our room moved. <laughs> this, this isn't going to work. No, this is, look at that, that, that's all dirty over there. No, no, we're not, no, this is, this is not what they said we were having. We're supposed to get a king-size bed, not two twins. Okay, and then, so I just, I just sit there and wait, because I know we're going to move every time. And it's always better. It's always a better deal, so. You reminded me of the exciting news that they have the Dollaritas back on the menu at Applebee's right now. You get these little mini margaritas. Uh, and, and of course, you can barely taste any tequila in there of any kind. How big are they? Like the not, size of a shot glass? Yeah, bigger than that, but uh, not much bigger than a shot glass. But they're a dollar. And my son pointed out. What are out, they called? What are they called? Dollaritas. Oh, Dollaritas. Yes. My wife, my son pointed out that, the, have you noticed how, how much Dollarita sounds like diarrhea? <laughs> and I said, yeah, you're right, because who knows what's in these things. Yeah. Hey, um, can I mention one more commercial that I know? I, I yes. Maybe I pay too much attention to commercials. I know advertisers want people to pay attention to them, but right. I, I think most people don't. And now with fast forward features and stuff, I just wondering oh. how, how do people oh. go out and, and yes, are you okay? Oh, no, just are you. Re- <laughs> yes, I'm fine. What, what happened? I'm fine. Did you just Nothing. throw up? No. Huh. no. You just reminded me of a commercial you brought up some episodes ago that I wanted to comment on. So oh, I'll remember I'll remember that, but you tell me the one you're going to talk about. Okay, this one is for bear paint, and I don't know if you've seen it. I love bear paint, and we're talking the B-E-H-R paint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a Home Depot-specific brand. And the premise of the commercial is that this it begins with a woman mishearing what people are saying to her. Your paint is really bad. What? I said, best coffee I've ever had. Are you okay? Mom, the walls look awful. What? I said, can I have a waffle? Waffle, waffle, waffle. She and then in the commercial, she's starting to paint her wall and it's not going well. And a woman that's delivering something at the front door says, Should have used bear. Sorry, sign where? No, I said, Should have used bear. You should have used bear. Well, I've heard the commercial many times. Uh, here, here's the part I'm, I'm talking about. Should have used bear. Listen to it again. Should have used bear. Should have used bear. Should have used bear. Now that sounds to me. And maybe it's just where my mind is, but it sounds to me like shitty-ass bear. <laughs> shitty-ass bear. Shitty-ass bear. I mean, listen yes. to it again, doesn't it? Shitty-ass bear. It almost sounds like that. Yes. And I know I can't be the only one that hears it that way. And I'm thinking, <laughs> how did this get through the ad agency and mm-hmm. uh, made into multiple commercials? Now they're nationally broadcast. And <laughs> the woman says that. Shitty-ass bear. She says it too quick. I, I don't know, but... Uh, I just, uh, I, I find it scandalous and offensive and I need yeah. to bring it Should up. Should bear? Do you remember that commercial or that product called, there were these little, um, sheds, like they were plastic or something. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were metal. Tough sheds? That you could... Yeah. <laughs> tough sheds. Yeah. Tough yeah. sheds. <laughs> tough yeah. sheds. Now that's gotta tough be shed. intentional, that, that name. No. Don't you think? No. Don't you think? Because the guy, the announcer says it so fast, you know, if you need extra storage space, get, if you need extra storage space, tough shit. 
Don't let another winter go by with your valuables sitting outside again. Tough Shed will take care of everything needed to put up that garage or shed. Tough Shed, take the Valley Freeway. If you're having trouble finding where to place stuff, Tough Shed. <laughs> tough Shed. That's just the way it goes. Tough Shed. Exactly. Yeah. So you had brought up a commercial. You were all bent out of shape about people being too happy in commercials. Yes. They, I, I hate commercials where people are just, uh, they've gotten themselves a, I don't know, a chia pet or not, not even anything that's remotely humorous. Like they've got these plastic hangers that you can get 10 hangers for the price of five or what. Or twenty, or and they're delirious, and they're deliriously happy about them. They're hanging up their clothes, and they're grinning for all it's worth. Just like, no, that's the kind of grin you save for a comedy show, or or the birth right. of a baby. Buying some new toilet paper shouldn't make you grin right. ear to ear. Father's Day at Ross, don't you just love it? So I had to. Uh, it's interesting. I had to. I looked through all my COVID tests that in because i was worried that i had covid a few weeks ago or it was a few weeks back and i've had uh, it three times this year yeah i wanted to test um but i pulled all the old ones out that remember the post office was sending them to free, for free anyway they expired they all expired last year so i went down to the drugstore and nope they they had one test that was 45 i said 45 dollars for one test no thank you so i went on amazon bought a package of five tests but the picture of the people there was a little boy sitting on the counter his mother standing there with the nasal swab and he is smiling away and she's smiling <laughs> away and i'm like what the hell yeah they're directed they, to do that why are they smiling when she's gonna jam this thing up this kid's nose yeah. and swab yeah. around in there for 15 seconds are they high why are they smiling i used to walk around in stores taking pictures of things like that yeah. One of my favorites is is it's an eye patch. Like a, a kid pokes himself in the eye. And so on the on the front of the eye patch package is a kid just as happy as he can be with an eye patch on his eye. And I'm thinking after he shot his eye out. Yeah. I'm thinking, how much happier could he be if he had two eye patches? Or none. Don't you think he'd be happier? Or no eyeballs. None? No. no. It's crazy. Uh, okay. But anyway. I don't all. blame the people, the oh. actors. They're directed to do that. All right. We have one more piece of business before we wrap here. And oh, no. We, we can't wrap yet. I got a couple other things I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Could you mind if we say thank you to our peculiar podcast contributors for yeah, I guess. Yeah. the third quarter? <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Are, you, do you, are you expecting a call, Pat? It says... Potential spam. Hmm, that sounds good. You know that's that means spiced ham. Did you know that's what spam stood for? I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, I'll I, uh, I'll I let that I'm one, one go. The, I'm one of the few people that li likes a good spam. You know what? Sandwich. That's a guilty pleasure for me too. Yes, yeah. it's salty. It's greasy. Why 
do they call so why do they call phone calls and 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 unsolicited calls and emails spam when well i think the spam company ought to sue somebody i don't know who they would sue but that's that is uh it's very pejorative it's very pejorative it's libelous perhaps Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. it's an insult Mm -hmm. and it's it's Mm -hmm. it's It's hurtful it's hurtful yes to call Mm -hmm. it spam you could call you could have called it the lobster thermidor or something oh i'm getting one of those lobster thermidor calls coming nobody be mad about that which is the only way we can shoulder the enormous expense of this production. Man, it has gotten expensive. It's like everything else, Lisa. The prices have just gone. Since we started doing this podcast 301 Mm -hmm. podcasts ago, Mm -hmm. uh, it has now, uh, the the initial podcast we did, we spent about $50. Right. Something like that. Right. And that included the liquor. Yes, the liquor and the weed. And by and the way, the I want to thank you for sending me a package <laughs> a few days ago. It has a little um, a little writing notebook in it, yes. the cover of which says, Brilliant Ideas I Had While Smoking Weed. <laughs> I am going to use this. It's a little, I love it's a little notebook. That yeah. I, oh, and that you I would leave it laying around so other yes. people could see. Oops, yeah. oops, sorry, you weren't supposed to see that. Ugh. You know what? I bought myself one that says, list of things that have been mansplained to me. Yeah, well, that's good. I like that. <laughs> yes, exactly. My daughter sent me, because, you know, especially old people like me, we can never, we never can remember our passwords. And now we're the typical person is deluged with passwords while you're yeah. being admonished not to use the same password again. I know. So, but God. of course I do like most people, yep. but I, but I got too many passwords. So my daughter sent me a book, not unlike the one you sent, but this one says on the front of it, what is my effing password? <laughs> but it, it spells the full word out. Right. And yeah. man, has it been helpful? I just write yeah. them down, you know? Yeah, that's super great when somebody breaks into your house, Pat, and finds your effing list of passwords and can go in and take all your money. They must need the $25 pretty bad. So you started to say our first podcast ran us about 50 bucks, including liquor and weed. Yeah, yeah. So now where were you going? Oh, well, I was going to it. uh, This episode, for example, ladies and gentlemen, to give you an idea of our expenses, this one is um, $37,430. And some cents. Yeah, and some cents. Yep, that's what uh, I That's have. crazy. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, we're going broke doing this thing. No, we're not, though. We're not, though, because we've got podcast contributors oh. that are helping to defray some of these costs. So I wanted to thank them for our third quarter. Um, Please defray contr- away. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a short list, just so you know. Not People were busy this summer. So they didn't get around to giving us much. Well, I've been told we're losing listeners like crazy. So I'm glad to see that it was just because they were busy. You are? Yeah. Who told you we're losing listeners? Uh, I've just, I did a little, you know, poking around. and. Uh-oh. Yeah. Is it because of you? Well, it's uh, because of one of two people. <laughs> well, it ain't because of me. Yeah. I don't think it is because of you. Anyway, uh, it's okay. We're going to count on the handful of listeners we have left to spend their money. Now, you could send it to Jimmy Swaggart. I have sinned against you, my lord. Or you could send it to some place that promises they can 
they got a cure for something or other. Yeah, or some political affiliate, some political party. Yeah. You could do that. But when you when you watch one of those televangelists, yeah. Um, that, yeah, sure, maybe they inspire you, maybe they bring you closer to the Almighty, but do they make you smile? Do they do they bring you information you can't get anywhere else? No, they don't. You only get that here. Yes. So it's up to you, ladies and gentlemen, what you think that's worth. But well, uh, I'll tell you who thought it was worth it. A lot of people, it. yeah, value that. I'll tell you who thought it was worth it. So Pat Alder thought it was worth it. So thank you, Pat. Pat's always coming through. Thank you. Always coming through. Jeff Ullman thought it was worth it. Jeff's Justin a great guy. Purdy. Nice Justin parents. Purdy. Justin Purdy comes in all the time for us. Thank you, Justin. And Nathan, Nathan, Nathaniel Eagle. Nathaniel Although Eagle. I, Nathaniel Eagle. Well, thank you, Nathaniel Eagle, for flying. Although I think it's Nathan Eel. Nathan Eel. I, his name is spelled N-A-T-H-A-N-A-E-L. I think he's misspelling his name. Do yeah. you want to let him know? Gosh. What if a guy spent, I don't know how he old he is. Let's say he's 53. Okay. He spent 53 years getting his name wrong. Yeah. Bewildered that he <laughs> couldn't, couldn't get better grades in school. Yeah. Bewildered that he could never get hired anywhere. <laughs> bewildered, bewildered that his girlfriends wouldn't call him back. <laughs> Even though he had written his name down for them. Just be plain bewildered. Okay, so that's it. That's all I got. What else do you have? Uh, thank you, everybody. Seriously. Here's a, here's a bunch of quickies, okay? I got into an, a disbelief, not an argument, but a, a general disbelief with my wife when she told me the other night that she doesn't like jelly beans and never has. I'm on her side. What? If I could just interject. Who doesn't oh, like yeah. jelly beans? Uh, your wife and me. For starters, and okay. I bet there's probably a few people, two people out of the four that are listening to this episode. I, I would wager to say half of the people listening to this episode, which is two, don't like them either. So I what's don't. why do you care if we like them or not? Jelly bean, jelly bean. Because I I question your patriotism if you don't what? like jelly beans. They're 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 good. And I suppose the same people don't like candy corn either. Yep. You don't like candy corn? Jesus, you need to calm down. What's the matter with these people? Candy corn, candy corn. Where did she put my candy corn? Candy corn tastes like candle wax to me. I suppose you also don't like those little things that look like orange segments that are covered with little sprinkles of uh, sugar. Oh, gag me. They're jelly, like gelatinous inside those things. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate, oh. I hate them too. Was, oh. <laughs> those are disgusting. There's a candy bar called the 7-Up. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I heard of it, but I don't know what's it's in it. It's got a bunch of different segments. There's one little segment that's nugget. There's another that's got like a marmalade thing in it. And oh, I used God. to love them. And my wife, oh. here, honey, enjoy this. Throw it okay. back at me. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, I'm, no. So I'm, jelly beans, eh, no, not a fan. Okay. A couple observations because they are pertinent to my recent trip. I haven't flown on a plane, by the way, in quite a while. So I, I need to go fly again soon. 
So my wife got on the uh, internet and found that Alaska Airlines was offering a round-trip flight to a destination in Washington State for $49 round-trip. Yeah, I just jumped on a deal from here to Boise. I'm going to go see somebody in Boise this week because of that. $49. $49. Yeah, yeah. It's a deal. It's so, a steal. So it's she a gets sa- her, super then, savvy saver. And then the, then the you know as often happens when you try to do things on the internet it times out or there's some other problem or you're just gone and then you have to get back on again. So she starts over. Now that $49 fare is 200 and some dollars. Well, so it's, yes. I quadrupled in in inside of 30 seconds. What's going no. on with that? No, yeah. that's it's the old bait must... and switch. I'm telling you. No, it's not. Yeah, it she is. Did something wrong. Now somebody's going to be arrested. You'll see. You'll see. No, that's not. That's You'll not see. true. So we're we're getting ready to get on the plane, and they have um they have uh people you know that that make the announcement that the flight is they're they're now boarding or the flight's delayed or whatever, and there's a woman on there. And you've heard this before, where the woman comes on there and said. Okay, everybody, we're now going to start boarding. We're going to hey, start. Pat. Hey, with... Pat. Yes. How, bi- how big is this terminal? Is this the terminal announcement or the plane announcement? No, it's a terminal. Yeah, it's supposed okay, to be Okay, sorry. Carry on. Oh. Carry on. Uh, so we're going to start boarding. Those in <laughs> section A, you may board first. A, as in amazing. <laughs> I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, then they go on. And now we're starting boarding B, as in brilliant. And now section C, as in cool. Now, recently I saw that there was a off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot that commandeered a plane or tried to because he was disgruntled. We don't know the details. Yes, but what if this I saw woman, that. What if this woman was disgruntled, Lisa? Yeah. Okay, we're going to start boarding now. A, as in awful stupid. B, as in badass. With the badass people, Steve, still come forward. C, as in coughing. We get on board the plane, and and then the pilot gets on there. Yeah. And, and he starts, he says something like, Hi, everybody. As your pilot, uh, welcome aboard. <laughs> Looks like we might have a little turbulence out there today. Believe me, I know a thing or two about turbulence. If you see this woman that I'm married to, you, you'd get the whole point of it. Now, he didn't say anything that personal, but I thought, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool if he did? Yes. Hi, everybody. Welcome aboard. I got some very good news. Uh, not from the tower, but personally, uh, my rash has started to clear up pretty good. Uh <laughs> It was really chafing. I mean, those my I don't know if my thighs are too big or what, but it was rubbing them together. I got that uh, super bad rash, but it is clearing up. I'm very happy. I'll tell you one thing, though. I'm pretty gassy today. I don't know if any of you are like that. You don't want to come in, into the cockpit right now, I'll tell you that. Whew. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, seriously, uh, my, uh, I don't know what's going wrong with my eyes. I got to get to an optometrist or something. My eyes start to cloud up for no reason. I cannot see uh, for extended periods of time. Uh, but uh, assuming that does not happen on this flight, we should arrive at about one seventeen. Nice. Yeah. That would be refreshing. Yeah. Just go. Just go for it. 
All right, yeah. enough of that. Yeah, we got to wrap up. I got to go. I can't hang out with you all day. It's like you you think I don't have things to do. I've got stuff I got to go do. Okay, time for the jokes. Okay. Again, I have two of them. I know oh, what you're going to say. Why are you doing? Why? They're, what they're am I going to say? Good. Okay. What am I going to say? I think they're both good. Okay, here's number one. A dog walks into a Western Union office to send a telegram. When the clerk hands him a form, the dog takes a pen in his teeth and slowly writes, Bow wow wow, bow wow wow, bow wow. <laughs> the clerk reads it and says, he counts the words and he says, Are you aware that there are only eight words here? And you can send up to ten words for the same price, so maybe you'd like to add another bow wow? The dog says, Well, I could do that, but don't you think that'd sound ridiculous? Okay, I'm really sorry I told that joke because uh, that didn't get any reaction. I hope this one will save me. Here we go. Okay. The time has come for St. Peter's annual three-week vacation, and Jesus volunteers to fill in for him at the pearly gates. Peter says, It's uh, really no big deal, Jesus. You just sit at the registration desk here. You ask each person a little about his or her life, and then you send them on to housekeeping to pick up their wings. Jesus says, all right. So on the third day. Wait, can you back up just a second? What? What? What does Jesus sound like again? Uh, uh, Peter explains what he has to do, and Jesus says, all right. <laughs> so on the third day, Jesus looks okay. up. I wasn't expecting that's how he would have sounded, but okay. In heaven, he does. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Jesus looks up to see a bewildered old man standing in front of him. And the man wow. says, I'm a simple carpenter. And once I had a son. He was born in a very special way. He was unlike anyone else in this world. My son went through a great transformation, even though he had holes in his hands and in his feet. And then my son was taken from me a long time ago. But his spirit lives on forever. All over the world, people still tell his story. Well, by this time, Jesus is standing with his arms outstretched. There are tears in his eyes. He embraces the old man and says, Father, it's been so long. And the old man squints, stares for a moment, and then says, Pinocchio, is that you? <sighs> okay, good thing you had two today. Well I am so sorry. I feel all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that I got my woman, I feel all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Every time I think about you, you've been so good to me. You know you make me wanna shout, Now, 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 now
listening to Peculiar Podcast. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. <laughs> <laughs>